We are going to be learning the third Sicha for Chagasukis. This Sicha is going to be talking about the Mitzvah of Hakel, and specifically regarding the obligation of children in the Mitzvah of Hakel. Usually the rule is children do not have a Chiyav in Mitzvahs, but regarding Hakel, it says clearly in the Pasik that there's a Mitzvah to bring the Taf. So what exactly is this obligation of the Mitzvah? Is it obligation on the parent? Is it obligation on the child himself or herself? So that's what the tzicha we will be discussing. To give you the background, the mitzvah hakil is discussed in Harshas Vielach, Perak Lamad Aleph, Pasuk Yudbeis. The Pasuk tells us, Hakil sa'am ha'nashim ha'nashim ha'tapak ve'gerecha shavishalecha, gather the nation, the women, the men, the women, the children, and the converts, l'man yishmu'u l'man yimudu, in order for them to hear and for them to learn, v'yoros ha'shom l'keichan, v'shom alasas ha'kol ha'divrei ha'ter ha'zes, and they will fear Hashem, and they will guard and do the words of this Torah. So Rashi explains, what's the purpose of the Hanashim coming? So he tells us, the purpose of the men to come is to learn. They have an obligation to learn Torah. But Hanashim, they are coming to hear. Meaning is they're going to be hear the Torah being read, and they, thereby they will know what the obligations are for them to do. Because they have an obligation to learn Torah. They, they don't have an obligation to learn Torah, but they have an obligation to do the mitzvahs. So they need to listen to the Torah being read in order to know what their obligations are. I, what about a taf? Taf, they can't learn, they can't hear, they're too young for all of this, so why are they coming? So Rashi tells us, based on Gemara Chagiga, in order to give schar to those who bring them. So it comes up from this Gemara, the obligation uh, to bring children is an obligation on the parents in order to give schar to the parents, that the parents get the schar for bringing the child to the base of Migdash. What is the union of bringing the children to the base of Mikdash? It is discussed in the Achreinim, not directly connected to the Sicha, but just some ideas. Part of it is, is to, when you're, uh, first of all, according to some, even the youngest child uh, already has, there's an impression that is put upon the child, even if it's subconsciously, when he's, anything that happens around him. So when he's brought into an atmosphere of Kedusha, that already has some type of effect on the child. Others say it's more mitzad the union of the parents, that the parents, when they show such an enthusiasm and such a chavivus for the union of uh, hakel, the union of going to the base of Mikdash and, and learning Torah, Hashem gives them a bracha. The schad that they're going to get is that there's going to be a ruach tahara that's brought upon this child, and the child will have a, uh, it will help for his chinuch, and it'll help him to become a great uh, person. Either way, from the Gemara, it tells us that there's an obligation on the parents to bring the child uh, to hakel. So the Minchas Chinuch says, based on this Gemar, that we can see there's an Afgimina between the mitzvah of Hakil to the mitzvah of Riyah. Riyah is that by the Shleish Regalim, you're supposed to come up to the base of Mikdash, and when you come to be seen in front of Hashem, you're supposed to bring a carbon. And there's an obligation also to bring your children. But the obligation to bring the, uh, there's no obligation to bring your children. But there's a very important rule, the Gemara tells us, that the only type of children you need to bring is children that you would be, they, when they become older, will be mechuyiv to come for uh, the Beis HaMikdash, for the Shloish Regal and Mitzah Mitzvah So for example, if a child is lame, he, you would not need to bring this child, because the halacha is, an adult who is lame does not have an obligation uh, of the obligation of the Mitzvah a child, an adult that's blind doesn't have the mitzvah of So therefore, if, God forbid, somebody has a child that's lame or blind or any other of the peturim that would not obligate this child when he gets older to 
fulfill the mitzvah. There would be no obligation on the parents to bring the child because there's no union of chinuch to train this child to do a mitzvah that he's never going to be obligated in. But, the Minchas Chinuch tells us, that the union of Hakel would be different because the union of Hakel is not mitzvah the union of Chinuch. Rather, it's the purpose of, of bringing the children is to It's order to give reward to those who brought them. It's obligation on the parents. It's obligation on the parents in order to get the schar for bringing them. So that would mean that even children that will be putter when they're older from this mitzvah of hakel, lame, blind, whatever it is, there would nonetheless, mitzvah the mitzvah of hakel, there would still be an obligation for the parents to bring this child, uh, as the Gemara says, because the obligation is on the parents to bring it, and it's not mitzvah the in of chenach. So this brings to a, a, a contradiction, a very strong question on this Gemara. Because we learned in the Gemara in Kedush and Daflam where it discusses over there, how do we know that mitzvah sasei, as mangrama, women are pater from? So the Gemara tells us we learn it out from the mitzvah tefillin. Just like uh, by the mitzvah tefillin, women are pater, because it tells us in the Parsha Shema, you should teach it to your sons, that the obligation to teach Torah is to your sons. And the Pasuk continues, and you should tie these things on, uh, the, the tefillin on your arms. So there's a hackish between learning Torah and tefillin. So just like learning Torah is just for the sons, also the obligation of tefillin is for only, only for men. So the more learns the mamitinu, the just like mitzvah tefillin is a mitzvah seishes mangram because we only put on tefillin during the weekdays, we only put it on during the day, we don't put it on at night, we don't put it on Shabbos yamtiv. So just like tefillin, which is a mitzvah seishes mangram, a woman father, same halacha would apply for all mitzvah seishes mangram. So the more asks, why are we learning it from tefillin? Lachayr, we can learn it out from hakil. Hakil is also a mitzvah seishes mangram. It's once every seven years. And it's and women are chayiv in it. So why don't we learn from Hakel that just like Hakel, which is a mitzvah seishes mangrama, and women are chayiv in it. Similarly, all other mitzvah seishes mangrama, women should be chayiv. So the Gemara answers because there's two mitzvahs that we know that are mitzvah seishes mangrama that women are chayiv in, and we have a rule that whenever there's two mitzvahs that are teaching you the same idea, that we cannot learn out any dinim from that particular mitzvah. Meaning, over here we know that women, first of all, are chayv in the mitzvah of matzah, because we have hekish, that whoever is chayv in the isra of chametz, it says in the passage, you're not allowed to eat chametz for seven days, but you eat, you eat the matzah. So whenever, whoever is chayv in the chayv of chametz is also chayv in the chayv of matzah, therefore women are chayv in mitzvah matzah. So therefore the Torah just needed to tell us the mitzvah of matzah, and we would have automatically known the mitzvah of hakeh. Why? As Tosus explains. Mitzvah of matzah is a chiv which is on women, but it's not a mitzvah which is on children. So the, this is the kavachim. So if matzah, which is a chiv just on, which is a women are obligated in, and women are peturin, uh, and uh, she's chayiv, so for sure hakel, which is a mitzvah that even children are chayiv, because the pasuk clearly says v'hataf, then for sure women will be chayiv in hakel. So we would have a kavachim. So all you need to do is mention the union of matzah, and we would be able to learn from a kalvachimer from the mitzvah of matzah and from the mitzvah of hakel that women would for sure be chayv in the mitzvah of hakel. So why does the pasuk need to clearly tell us that women are chayv in hakel? We could have learned it anyways from matzah and a kalvachimer. 
So Elamai, we Taka don't need that uh, Pasik to tell us about woman. So this that the Torah tells us, Bahanashim, it's come, it tells us, teaches us anyway that women are high. That's in order to tell us that these are snakes, that you're not supposed to learn out that uh, that women are high mitzvah. Basically, by mentioning it a second time for no other purpose uh, than to tell us that, that there's, no, there's no other reason for the Torah to have mentioned that women are chayif in hakel, except to tell us that these matzah and hakel are exceptions to the rules, that even though matzah and hakel are mitzvah, that they're chayif in, that, that's it. It's, it's not a rule that you can learn out for the rest of the Torah. So that's why it's brought together. Mash Enkin, as we said, Tfilin, that would be the Mamatzinim for the rest of the Torah, and therefore women are not chayif. They're just like the Pater from Tfilin, they'd also be Pater from any other mitzvah, that so the Shaila though is, is that the Kabbalah that we mentioned, we said, just like women who are chayev in matzah, so if they for sure should be chayev in hakil because children are, are pata for matzah, and nonetheless, they're still chayev in hakil. What do you mean children are chayev in hakil? Children don't have any obligation in hakil. We said that there's an obligation on the parents to bring the children. So there's no obligation on the children themselves. Children are putter. There's an obligation on the father to, or the mother to bring the child. There's no option. So how could you learn out anything from this that children are chayv? Children are not chayv. Tfilim are not chayv in the mitzvah of hakel. They're putter. Yeah, there's an obligation for the father to bring in or to get, let's say, schayv in So what, what's this kalva chaymer? It, does, it doesn't make any sense. So it seems to be a, a steer in the in Gemar. One Gemar is mashmat that their obligation is only on the parents. There's no obligation on the children themselves because they can't come to learn. They can't come to the Shemaya. It's only to give schayim to the VM. But the other Gemar is saying, Tfalim are chayif. And if children are chayif, for sure women should have been chayif. So mentioning women in the, in the Pasuk is extra. So that's the Shail of the Sicha. So the Achornim, Marsha, and others want to answer like this. That L'chayr, there's two types of children. There's a child that reaches the age of Chinuch, and there's a child under the age of Chinuch. Usually the age of Chinuch starts, you know, six or seven years old, and under that age, you're not even at the age of Chinuch. So therefore, the two Gemaras are really talking about two different types of children. The Gemara in Chagidah says that there's the only reason you bring the top is let's say Schan That's talking about children who have not reached the age of Chinuch. They're very young, even babies, they could still be in their crib, it's still a mitzvah to bring these children. Nothing to do with chinuch because they're too young for the of chinuch. While in the Gemara and Kedushan that says that children are chayiv, that's talking about children that already reached the age of chayiv, and then there is a chayiv for the children to come inside themselves, inside the chayiv of chinuch, they actually have the obligation to come um, to hakim. And the, and, and the mashal brings the proof from this, or at least he wants to explain the psukim this way, that in Pasuk Yubayi, Perik Lamanal, Pasuk Yubayi, says hakim, so it says hanashim v'atav, and then if Pastor Yigimel continues, that the children that do not know, they shall come and they shall learn to fear Hashem, uh, your God. That he says that there's two psukim. The first Pastor talks about the bringing of Taf. The second one talks about children that which do not know yet the Allahs, they shall come and hear and learn. So why is there two psukim? He says, because the first Pasuk is talking about Taf that have not reached the age of Chinuch yet. Therefore, the only reason you're bringing them is the Seishchan and the Ve'em. Pasuk Yigimel is talking about children that are older. So these children, which are older, then they talk and have to come to hear and to learn. And what's the purpose of them coming and learning? The purpose for them to come is in order for them to come to have years Shemayim. As he explains, that even children that have reached the age of Chinuch, uh, the main purpose of them coming is to eventually come to fear Hashem, is that by them being in that environment where they're seeing everything that's going on, they're going to come to ask questions, they're going to learn, they'll come to fear 
uh, Hashem. Either way. So that's how he wants to explain the Gemara. The Gemara in Chagiga is talking about very Ketanek Tanim, while the Gemara in Kedusha that says there's a Chiv is talking about older children that have a Chiv Mitzad in Nebchinev to do Hakim. So the Rebbe asks two questions on this. He says, first of all, the chiyot, according to this answer, we're saying that the reason children are chayed, it's psad in chinuch. Chinuch is, again, it's not an obligation to pashas on the child. Chinuch is an obligation which is on the father. The father has an obligation to train his child. So didn't really answer the question. It's still not a chiv on the kid. It's a chiv on the father to bring the kid. So how did that answer the question? And, and to explain this question a bit deeper, uh, as Rebbe explains in the, in, the mar, uh, in the Ha'aris and also in the parentheses, there's actually a machlik is what exactly is the gather of chinuch. The machlik is rishayim. The machlik is, is the gather of chinuch an obligation which is just on the father, or is the obligation of chinuch also put, placed upon the child? So the pashtus, this is from the Ramban, and most rishayim seem to learn this way, that the obligation, of course, is only on the father to train his child, because the child is too young, you can't mechaid a kid to do mitzvahs if he's too young, to really understand full severity of the mitzvah. So it's an obligation on the father. But Taisvis and uh, the Ran, which from Megillah, which is brought in the R, say, no, that there's also an obligation on the child. That once the Chachamim made an obligation of Chinuch, they also placed the Chiyav of Chinuch on the child himself, that the child has to do the mitzvah. So to explain two points. First of all, the mitzvah of Chinuch itself. So the Pashtas, I'll explain you how the Rebbe explains in other Sichas, even though, obviously, this is a chiddush of the Rebbe, that the chiyav of chinuch, there's a chiyav midaraisa of chinuch, which that's the end of teaching your child taira. There is a chiyav chinuch midaraisa of teaching your child, a father has to teach his child taira, and the purpose of teaching the child taira is that when he becomes bar mitzvah, he shall know how to do the mitzvahs. So you just, but that's only an obligation to teach him how to do the mitzvahs. But then there's a chiyav midarabonan to lechanich, mean to accustom the child, to get him used to doing the mitzvahs, to actually have practical observance of the mitzvah. So the Chiyav Daraisa is just to teach in the Torah. The Chiyav is to actually get him to do the mitzvahs themselves. Okay, so those are the two levels of Chinuch. But either way, the Rishonim that are arguing, they argue whether it's Daraisa or Daraisa. What exactly is the Chiyav of Chinuch? According to the Ramban, the Chiyav, whether Midaraisa or Daraisa, would be on the father, while Taisvis and the Ran would hold that the Chiyav is also on the child. There's a Chiyav on the child that he has to do the, um, the mitzvah of Chinuch. What's a Nachimina? Who I should say... Um, an example, Thaisis brings a proof for his way. An example would be is when, when, when a child is only chayev, a mitzvah which is, the chayev of a mitzvah which is only midurban, and can, a, can a child be moitzi agav? For example, a birchus amazan is a mitzvah midurbaisa. When you eat, kadeit tzivia. But let's say you just eat a kazais. So you still have an obligation to bench, even once you eat a kazais of bread, even if you're not satisfied. But that's an obligation midurban, that once you had a kazais, you need a, you, you need a bench. So since it's only a chiv midirabana, the Gemara tells us that a child could be mighty his father, could be mighty a gadol with birchos amazim. So, so let's understand how this works. So according to the Taisvis, it makes a lot of sense. He says because there's once the Chachamim made an obligation of chinuch, that obligation is also on the child that he has to learn how to bench and he has to bench. So the child himself has an obligation to bench. Therefore, he could be mighty his gadol. But according to the Ramban who holds the obligation, is on the father, that means there's no obligation at all on the kid. So the kid benching doesn't accomplish anything. What, what is the kid doing? The father has an obligation to make the child bench, but there's nothing, no obligation on the child himself. 
So when he's actually saying the words of benching, the father fulfilled his mitzvah, but the child doesn't, it doesn't have any toikif, doesn't have any chalais to that benching. Therefore, he shouldn't be able to be moitzi as the gadol during uh, benching. Uh, that's actually a gabara that tells us that a child could. So therefore, the Rakhwanim answer the Ramban. So it goes back and forth. Each one says, right, it's a kind of But the purpose of this is just to give you an example. That the, the, the main idea will be is that according to the Taisus, the Ran, since there's an actual chiyav on the child, he, therefore he could be mighty agadol with mitzvahs, which are uh, ikra midrabana. Masha'in, according to the Ramban, since there's no obligation at all on the child, therefore you wouldn't be able to be mighty as a gadol. And therefore, the, these gemars that are mashma, that a child could be mighty, especially by the union of brachis, that that, that birchus mozan, a child could be mighty a gadol, they, have, they come up with different explanations. Either way, um, those are the two ways of learning it. So, so, so going back to our case. So according to Toysvis, then the, the question that we had, the answer would still work, of course. That the Masha's answer that once Talmud, the, the, the Kedushin Talmud, when they reach the age of Chinuf, Mashenkin in Chagiga, that would work according to the Toysvis. Because according to the Toysvis, since the Torah gives an obligation, even if it's Mitzad Chinuf for the child to come, so the, tra- the Torah says that the father and the child, they need to come. So therefore, the child needs to come. So there's a chiv on the child itself, and the Kalva family makes sense. I but according to the Ramban, that holds the whole chiv would only be on the father, so that means there's no chiv on the child himself. So again, the question still remains. What's the Kalva family? So the Rebbe says that maybe you can answer, that maybe you'll answer, that this is an exception to the rule, even according to the Ramban. That since the Torah clearly says, uh, so maybe over here, this would be an exception to the rule, that over here, there would be an obligation on the child itself. Meaning, usually by the Indian of Finnef, it's an obligation that's put upon the father, it's not on the child. But since over here by Haki, it says clearly the child, therefore it would be a chiv on the child, and, and, and that would be the halacha. It says, even if you want to answer that according to the Ram, we still have two questions. Okay, so let's just summarize what we're up to. We have a steer from these two Gemars in Chagiga and Kedushin. We gave an answer that the Gemar in Kedushin is talking about a child that's reached the age of Chilich, and therefore there's a chiv. And while the Gemar in Chagiga is talking about Ketanik Tanim, that there's no obligation at all, it's only says Chal I.e. asked if it's an obligation to do chiv a chinuch, that means there's no actual obligation on the child himself, it's an obligation on the father. So we explain. That according to Toysvist, every union of chinuch is an obligation on the child, so the child actually does have a chiyav. And we said, even according to the Ramban, that usually does not hold of that concept, he would agree that by Hakil, it's an exception to the rule, and there would be a chiyav on the child, because it says in the Pasuk, the words v'hatat. So there would be an obligation on the child, and we, of course we still need to understand, how could there ever be a chiyav on the child? But that we'll get to later on in the Sikha. The Rebbe says, but still you can ask two questions. First of all, if we're saying that there's two types of children, we, we come up with a very interesting nafkamina. Let's say this child is blind. So it'll come out that when the child's two years old, you'd still need to bring it. Because since the obligation is on the parents, let's say, so it would come out that this blind child who's two years old, you'd have to bring, because it's an obligation on the parent. Once this child reaches the age of, let's say, 10, then he wouldn't need to come. Because since the obligation at that point would be mitzad in chinach, so he won't need to come once he reaches the age of 13. So therefore, when he reaches the age of Chinuch, already from the six or seven, he would be potter. So he wouldn't need to come. And he says, we don't find that anywhere, any this type of Chinuch being mentioned, that it depends on the age of the child. So if the Chiv 
when you're when it says in the pasuk the hataf means very young children, and when the next pasuk says with the name Yadu is talking about older children, will be a very big nafkamina between these two pesukim the hataf and Benehem. But we don't find anywhere in halacha or any gemara anywhere it's brought that there's a difference when the child is very young or when the child has already reached the age of chinuch. So it seems like a very hard chiluk to make. The Rebbe does point out Ha'ar 16. He does say, you could give an answer. He says this question is, is, is uh, you could give an answer that maybe the reason why it's not mentioned anywhere in halacha is because maybe you can learn that it still would be an obligation on the parents. That since it says in the Pasuk, v'hataf, which taf, of course, we said means children. So in this Pasuk, it means small children, while the next Pasuk means, Ubenay means the older children who have reached Chinuch. But Papashtus, maybe you could also say Hataf would include all children under the age of 13, that there's an obligation to bring them and then there's the name, those who reach Chinuch have an additional obligation Let's say they're seven years old, they have an obligation to go So in this scenario where they don't have the Chiv of Chinuch, they still have the Chiv Mitzad Pasig Yudbeis, which is the parents bring them So that may be why it's never mentioned anywhere in Alacha because you could say that, that Parents always have an obligation to bring their child Mitzad v'hataf until the age of 13. So the parents anyways have to bring them whether the child is blind or not. The only nafkamina if the kids is, is blind is, is if, will there be an obligation on this nine-year-old child to come to the base HaMikdash for the Ragon. So if he's blind, there would be no obligation Mitzad himself. But the parents would still bring him. So the Rebbe says, fine, maybe keep it an answer. But the second question is the the main question. The main question is that the Lashon Lagmar says Tfalim chayavim. The lashon of Tfalim is the lashon for Pasuk Yud Beis. We're saying Taf means the very young children. Uvenea means the older children. So if the Gemara was referring to the older children, it should have used the, the lashon of the Pasuk of Uvenea. Not the lashon of Vahataf. As Rashi says, that words of the it says Tfalim chayavim. Rashi actually tells us it comes from the lashon of the Pasuk, which says Taf. So if it's based on that Pasuk Yud Beis lashon, the implication would be that even very, very young children under the age of Chinuch, uh, so the answer wouldn't work according to the uh, this diuk in the Lashon of the Gemara. So, if the Gemara is talking about Ketanik Tanim, then that seems to be a stira. The Gemara Chagiga says these Ketanik are Pater, it's only a Chiv on the Father, while the Gemara in Kedushan says Tfalim Chayavin, which means even the youngest children, even Kanik Tanim are Chayavin. There seems to be a stira. And, and furthermore, he says, it's, you can't say that there's a, there's, how could, and, and, and more of a logical question is, how could you ever say that there is a chiv on taf? We have a klal always brought in lacha that you can't be mechaib dardiki, small children in a mitzvah, because small children have no ability to fulfill that mitzvah. So how could you even, if they reach chinuch, there could be, you know, you can danzich whether there could be a chiv, because at least they understand what's going on. But if it's a two-year-old child or one-year-old child, how could there be any chiv on that child? It doesn't make any sense. So these are the two questions. So, so this would be the, 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 the original question is back, that the steer in the Gemara. And we also have this logical question. How could you even say that Tfalim HaChayim? What's the Pshat in the Gemara condition? How could the Gemara condition say that small little children who are under the age of Chinuch could be Chayim in the mitzvah of Hakim? So the Rebbe <clears throat> explains that to answer this, we need to look at the Gemara of Gemara Chiga a bit more carefully. So the Gemara Chigigat tells us, that you know, that Rabbi Lozben Azari tells us that in Nashim, if men come to learn, women come to hear, 
So the Rebbe asks, why does it have to have the first part of that statement? That, that's clear in the Pasuk. There was no Kiddush in those words. It could have just went directly to the question. It should have been just, Rebbe Lezbe Nazariah says, why are the top coming? And answer, what's the purpose of saying, what is he adding on there? It seems redundant. We, we know this idea already from the Pasuk. There's no Kiddush in those words. So let me give two answers which he upshlugs, and, and then we'll go to the main answer. So the second answer what he gives is based on the Taisus. The Taisus tells us that from our Gemara, we know that our Gemara, we, our Gemara is not going to the court of the Sheet of Benazai. There's a Machoikis, um, Benazai and others, if uh, you're allowed to teach woman Tyre. So from our Gemara, that says that women are coming l'shmaya. It's clear that women are not. You don't. You don't. You do not teach women Torah. Masha'inkin, according to Ben Azai, that holds it is permitted. So according to Taisus, he said we could say that the chiddush of Rabbi Lazar Ben Azariah is to show how it would be an iser to learn Torah, and he doesn't hold like Ben Azai. But the problem with that answer is that our, the Gemara in Chagig is not talking about the, the, the topic of limina Torah. It's talking about the mitzvah of Riyah, and it's talking about the mitzvah of Hakel. So why bring in this concept in Nashim, Boyim, Lishmaya, that has nothing to do with our Gemara, this particular Chiddush Din. So it doesn't make sense that it's bringing it at this point in time. The other answer that the Rebbe wants to give is from the Lashon of that maybe it's only being brought in as an Adama. Like it wants to bring down the Pasuk and it wants to explain the Pasuk. So as an Adama, it says, if the men are coming for this reason, women are coming for that reason, what's the purpose of, of children coming? So it starts from the beginning in order to lead up to that question. The problem with that is the notion of in. In means if. It sounds like there's a suffix in the first part that he's saying. But why is there a suffix in the first part that he's saying, if men are coming for this reason, women are coming for that reason, why are children coming? According to what we're saying, that it's just a haddama really, to taflam abayim, it should have said, bishlama. Bishlama, men are coming for this reason, women are coming for that reason. But why are children coming? When you're saying the Lashon of Im, it sounds like even the first part we don't know for sure. And the truth is, if you look at the In Yankiv, he actually says, that's actually what the Gemara is trying to show. That it was just a havimia, that if... We want to say that there's a particular reason why men are coming and women are coming. We can't say that because what would be the purpose of children coming? Elamai, just like we're going to say that the reason why the children are coming are just litin and that's also the reason why men or women are coming. That the main reason they come is litin is to come to get schar and not lishmaya That's how the Ian Yaakov learns it. But according to this way of saying that, according to Elizabeth Yaakov, the reason why it says this hagdama is, is to lead up to taflam abayim. It should have said the word bishlama, bishlama this, bishlama that. Then ayah Why? Why are children? What's the purpose of bringing children? And second of all, even the lashon of bishlama, there's always a chiddush. There's always a chiddush din in the in the lashon of bishlama, meaning is that the Mara had said type subtype of question earlier, and the Mara will say bishlama according to one andamar, you can answer this very simply. But according to the second andamar, it's going to be a question. So bishlama also there's a chiddush, but over here it doesn't seem like there's any type of chiddush in the words itself. Um, at least not a Chiddush would be, which would be connected to our Gemara, because we could answer according to Taisus that there's a Chiddush, but there's definitely nothing which would connect directly to our Gemara. So it's just coming for Hagdama, it doesn't, you don't need it, just cut out the Hagdama. And if it's coming to teach us the dinim of, uh, that women are, 
also to learn Taira, this is not really the place, this is not the topic where it should, this should be discussed. So the Rebbe comes up with a beautiful, beautiful Kiddush. And he says like this, that when you look at the Chumash, the Pashtus, at the Mitzvah, the Pashtus, it seems like from the Lashon of the Ksuvim that it's an obligation, it's a Mitzvah which is on the Melech and not an obligation which is on the people. In the Moinihah Mitzvahs, we see that there's two main Shittas, how many Mitzvahs are the Bayhaka. We have the Rambam that says it's one Mitzvah essay, and then we have the Baha'i that says there's two Mitzvah essay. According to Baha'i, there's a Mitzvah essay on the um, king to gather the people and read to them the Torah. And he also says there's a Mitzvah, another, he counts as another Mitzvah essay, the people themselves have an obligation to gather. According to the Rambam, there's only one Mitzvah essay, the Hakil Sam. And we're going to discuss the Rambam in a moment. But if you look at the Pashas of Kusuksuddin, it's, it's Mashmah that, like the Rambam, that's only one Mitzvah. Because the Torah tells us that Hakil, he should gather. Tikra, he should read. It's singular. Tikra Satarazais. Rashi says, who's the one who's Tikra Satarazais? This is a Malach. So from the Lashon Naksuvim where it says Tikra and Hakel, it's Mashma, there's an obligation on an individual to gather uh, the people. And then the Pasuk continues that Hakel Sa'am Anashim, that he, he has to gather all these people. Why? Laman Yishmulam Yomadu, in order that they should hear and that they should learn. So when you say the Lashon Laman, that's not a, an expression of a command, that they, the women and children need, and men need to come in order to learn. Rather, that's a, a metar, the purpose, that the king should gather these individuals, and what's the purpose of gathering these individuals in order that they should be able to learn and know how to do the Torah. So the mitzvah is not, um, the, the, that's the, as the Rebbe calls it, the matar, the, the ultimate purpose of the mitzvah. But the mitzvah itself is actually just to gather them and to read. If the people, you know, plug, plug up the ears or whatever it is, he still did, the king still did his mitzvah. If they, they listened, but they decided not to do the mitzvahs either way. He still has fulfilled his mitzvah of gathering the people and reading them, reading them these parts of the Torah. And maybe an example of this idea that, um, let's say, the mitzvah tefillah. The mitzvah tefillah is to cry out to Hashem when you have tsar and ask Hashem uh, to help. So whether Hashem, whether your, your tefillahs get answered and you get, let's say, someone sick actually gets healed or not, you still fulfilled your mitzvah. The mitzvah is tadavim. Whether your, your tefillahs are answered begashmius or not, that's not part of the mitzvah. That's Hashem's choice. So same thing over here. The mitzvah on the, on the king is to gather the people and read to them to the, the Torah. Whether the man yishmul if they will do that or not, that's up to them, that, that really. So, but he has still fulfilled his mitzvah. And this is also the mashmois in the Lashon of the Rambam. The Rambam tells us, this is in, um, he writes, It's a mitzvah's essay to gather the Jewish people, men, women, and children. So again, he uses the slushan yachid. It's a mitzvah to say to gather a call Yisrael. The likres name and to read and read to them in that he should read to them parashas, which uh, encourage them to do mitzvahs. And strengthen their hands in the true das. So from the Lashon of the Raman, we see, first of all, two things. First of all, we see that it's an obligation on an individual. Papashtus, uh, it's the Melech, but the Rebbe does point out that could be based in, meaning is it's an obligation of he who has the capability to gather the people. Who has the capability to be Makil Sa'am? The king. Or the, the second option could be based in. The second, but it's not actually obligation on the people itself. And the second thing that we see is that what's the purpose of the mitzvahs? 
he reads them these parts of the Torah. Why does he read these parts of the Torah? Because these parts of the Torah will be mazaras them. So that's just the matar. That's the purpose uh, of the gathering. That's from the Pashtun Ksuvim and also for the Rambam. But then Rabbi Lozab and Azariah comes and adds another important detail. And the Rambam we're going to see also holds of this details. We'll see later. When he says, He's coming to tell us that Matzad, the Chiv of the king, there's also a Chiv on the people to come. Meaning is the obligation of mitzvah is taka on the king. But since the obligation of the king is for the people to come, that makes a Chiv Gavra on the people themselves that they also have to come. And that's what the Lashon is telling us, that if the men are coming, meaning the men also have to come, they're coming to listen, they're coming to hear, meaning there's an union of, of them coming themselves. What's the pshat of there? If the mitzvah is on the king, how's there a chi of gavra on the men and the women? So the pshat is like this. It's a very interesting idea. That we know in mitzvahs, you have different parts of a mitzvah. You could have... That you have, um, let's give you a few examples of different types of mitzvahs. So let's say mitzvah of Lulav and Asri. Lulav and Asri is one mitzvah which has four parts. In order to fulfill the mitzvah, you need all four. If you only have three, you didn't do the mitzvah. You need all four parts in order to do a mitzvah. Other mitzvahs, you need things, or, or hech, you need the things that help you be able to fulfill that mitzvah. For example, let's say you want to bring a carbon mincha in the base of Mikdash. In order to fulfill the mitzvah, bring a carbon mincha, you need to buy the flour, you need to do uh, all the things get all the materials and get everything that you need in order to be able to fulfill the mitzvah. So all the things that you need in order to fulfill the mitzvah, they're called the hachshar mitzvah. They're the hachdama for the mitzvah. And they also have the status of a mitzvah itself. It's not like the etzah mitzvah, the mitzvah itself of bringing the mincha, but it does have some of that hachshar mitzvah status. It has a mitzvah um, power to it, as we'll see. The most famous example would be from the the Lazar tells us that a hechsher mila is doicha shabbos. We know that mitzvah's mila is even doicha shabbos, and Rebbe that not only is the that the, the mitzvah of mila doicha shabbos, even the hechsher, meaning is the things that you'll need, you know, sharpening the knife, whatever you'll need in order to be able to fulfill the mitzvah, that you're also able to do on shabbos itself. So technically, you could have sharpened the knife on Friday, and that's the chacham argument said you're not allowed to do it on shabbos, but he says no, the, the hechsher mitzvah is also Deicha Shabbos itself. So here we see the power of the Hachshar Mitzvah, that the Hachshar Mitzvah is considered part of the Mitzvah. And even the Chama that argue, they're, they're, they're just disagree. The Machlekes is rather just that, is the Indian of a Hachshar Mitzvah able to be Deicha Shabbos? And you know, we're going to go through the different Svaris, what the argument is. But the Kuli Alma, both the Chacham and Anur Eliezer hold that the Hachshar Mitzvah has part of the status of the Mitzvah itself. It's just how strong is that Hatshah Mitzvah? Is it able to be Deichel Shabbos or not? Rabbi Yezir can the Chachamim or not. But we see that there, it is part of the Mitzvah. You also find the Gemara Yushalmi. The Gemara Yushalmi tells us that when a person makes the Sukkah, the Mitzvah is like Sukkahs. The Mitzvah is to sit in the Sukkah. What about making the Sukkah? That's a Hatshah Mitzvah. The Gemara Yushalmi says you make a bracha on the Hatshah Sukkah of a Siyas Sukkah. The Mitzvah is to shake the Lulvan Esrik, to take the Lulvan Esrik. But when you gather them together, you make a Mitzvah basiyas lulavan asri when you when you put them all together uh, even before yamtiv we see that's a mitzvah and it's a, you make a bracha how could you make a bracha on a hachshar mitzvah it must be because the hachshar mitzvah has part of the status of the mitzvah itself 
it's not the mitzvah itself, the haraya, that you don't make the bracha leishud v'sukkah when you're making the sukkah. You make a, a different bracha v'siyas sukkah. Why? Because it's a hechshu mitzvah, it's a different aspect of the mitzvah, which is the making of the mitzvah. And therefore you make a different bracha. And it's not the main mitzvah. Halach l'maysev, you don't make a bracha on the siyas sukkah. Uh, the halacha is that you only make a bracha on the gemara, the end of the mitzvah itself. So he does do it when you actually sit. But the point is, we see that there is a special quality to even the hatcher that there is a svara to make a bracha on. We don't. But from this fact itself, that there is a svara, that you should make a bracha on the hatcher mitzvah, shows that the hatcher mitzvah has a kedusha to it, has part of the mitzvah status to it. And, and of course, you get schar for doing uh, uh, the hatcher mitzvah, enabling the mitzvah to be able to be done. A third example, even at a, 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 a higher level of example, the Gemara in Kedushin tells us that um, a, a, a husband could send a Kedushin to Mekanesh Isha, him or Ashliach, and a woman could also receive the Kedushin, either her or her Shlucha. And the Gemara tells us, Mitzvah it's better for him to do it more than if the Shliach, also it's better for her to do it. Then, then, then her shlucha, because it is mitzvah ba yisubibishlucha. There's a greater mitzvah when you do it yourself than to send, than get someone else to do it. So the shaila is there is no mitzvah on the woman to get married. The mitzvah of being married is papashas the mitzvah puruvu. So the mitzvah puruvu is on the man. So he has a mitzvah. So that makes sense. But what mitzvah? But, but the woman doesn't have a mitzvah of puruvu. The mitzvah is just on the husband, not on the woman. So why is there a mitzvah by Yisabh Why is there a mitzvah on her herself? So the Gemara, so the Ran explains that the reason is because she also gets a ke'ed mitzvah. That since she's needed in order for this mitzvah to be done, it's impossible for the mitzvah to be done without her. Therefore, she's part of the mitzvah. She gets ke'ed of the mitzvah of Puruvu. And therefore, it could still be called because she is part of the mitzvah. She is getting a mitzvah, uh, at least some aspect. Uh, if it's not the etz mitzvah, but she's getting some type of aspect of the mitzvah. Therefore, uh, there is definitely a mitzvah, uh, uh, there is a mitzvah idea over here. Let's take this even a step further. Also, all of these cases that we're seeing is that even in these hechsher uh, mitzvahs, the other aspects of the mitzvah itself, it still has the status of the mitzvah. Let's go even to a deeper case. This is from the Hafla in Ksuvis. The Gemara tells us in Ksuvis that uh, there's, uh, it's talking about Yichus of Koyanim. If you know, how, how do you know that somebody's a Koyan? And based on that Yichus uh, of the Koyan, you know he's able to get married to different women, etc. So we say, if you see, what happens if you see a Koyan eating Truma in Hatay, right? He's eating Truma at the Rice of Truma. So the Machlaikas and the Gemara, uh, one opinion says you could be Maila from Truma to Yuchos, the other says you cannot. Then the Gemara says, what about if you see the Koyin doing Birchus Koyinim? Are you able to be Maila from Birchus Koyinim to Yuchosim? So the Gemara says, you can ask this question really according to either opinion. According to the opinion that holds that Truma, if you see him eating Truma, you could be Maila him from the eating of Truma to uh, Yuchos. That's only by truma because truma is a misab de shemai. So if a czar eats truma when he's not allowed to, that's a misab de shemai. So if there's Aiden that he ate it, since it's the stringency of the matter, we can rely that if they're careful to find out that this person was basically a coin for the purpose of eating truma, which is a chiyav, misab de shemai, um, you could be maila from truma to yuchus. But by yuchus koinim, 
if a Yisrael goes up and benches, and there's aid in that he benches people, he's not being, he's not Chai Nisadeshmaim, he's just going to be over an Anaset. So therefore, maybe it's not the same thing. So even if you, I would say that you're able to be Maila from Truma to Yechusen, but maybe you can't be Maila from Bechustoyne to Yechusen, because Truma is a lav which has a Chiv of Misadeshmaim, Masha Enkein, Bechustoyne, there's only an Isra say for the Yid to go bench the, uh, for the Yid to bench the, the Kahal. So the question is, what exactly is the Isra say? What, what, what say is there for the Yid to bench the Kahal? There's, of course, there's a mitzvah on the Kainim, Hashem, Hashem tells uh, Aaron and his bonus to, to bench the Yidin, but where does it say that the Yidin are allowed to? Where's the Bitla say? So Rashi tells us that since the mitzvah was given to Aaron and his children, so part of that essay is that they should bench and no one else should. So if you're going to bench, you're going to be over on that essay. But the Afla has a different shot, a beautiful explanation. He gives us a klal. And the klal is that any mitzvah in the Torah where the mitzvah is given to one, but it's the only way for it to be fulfilled is through another person, the Torah means to include that person too. The Torah automatically means to include the person. It's mentioning only person A, but it means A and B. For example, the mitzvah of Yavam and Yavam. The Torah only gives the mitzvah, tells that if, if, some, uh, if, a, if uh, somebody dies without any children, the law is that the brother should marry his, uh, his deceased brother's wife. So that's the mitzvah of Yibam. So the mitzvah is on the brother. But even though it's not mefurish in the Torah, there's a mitzvah. It says, Yavama Yavayala, that's a mitzvah for him to come upon her. But there's also a mitzvah that says, say also on her. And that's why, what's the, that's why she's able to get married to him, because it's a mitzvah essay doicha say. Meaning, usually there's a loisa say, there's a lot. You're not allowed to marry your brother's wife. Even if the brother dies, you're not allowed to marry the wife. For example, if the brother had children with this woman, or from with any woman really, then there's no mitzvah of yibam. If there's no mitzvah of yibam, there's a lot to get married to your brother's wife. Even if there's a divorce, if he's a widow, you're not allowed to get married. But since there's a mitzvah in the situation of yibam, the Torah tells us that Yavama allow. there's a mitzvah essay, the mitzvah essay is deicha that essay. So if the mitzvah is only on the brother, how, how does she get married? How does she do Yavam? She doesn't have the mitzvah, so for her it's still a essay. Elamai, when the mitzvah is given to the Yavam, it's automatically also given to the Yavama too. In the Lashon of the Hafla, that B'chol Makin, he says, we find in many places that whenever the Torah, the, even though the Torah is not regarding uh, both of them, it's only on the doer, nonetheless, the mitzvah is on both. So another example he gives is also by Birchus Kainim. Birchus Kainim. Oh, sorry. So that, that also explains it by Birchus Kainim. What's the being over on an essay? He says, since there is a mitzvah for the Kainim to bench the Yisrael, that means in order for them to give the bracha, the Yisrael has to be makabal the bracha. If, if, the, if the Yid turns his back, as we know, halakha, if you turn your back away from the Kayanim and you don't want to accept the bracha, you, 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 you don't, you're, you're not accepting the bracha, and you're not say you're not actually being makabal that particular bracha. You need to listen and have to be to listen to it, or at least uh, if you're in the Sada, it says even if you're a Sada, you're able to have the mitzvah, the birchus Kayanim, bichal upon you. Um, 
as long as you don't actively go against it. But if you actively go against it, then, then you won't get the bracha. So in order for the koinim to bench the people, they need the people to be makabal the bracha. So there's automatically two people. There's the mavarik and the mizvarik. So Ibazai, part of the mitzvah's essay includes the Yisrael. So a Yisrael that pretends to be a koinim, and he goes up and he benches the Yidin, that means he's not part of the bracha. He's the one giving the bracha. So instead of listening to, and accepting the bracha from the other koinim who are there, instead, what is he doing? He's giving the bracha. So he's being over there and I say, because the say is that when the koinim are giving you a bracha, you have a mitzvah to accept that bracha. And he's not accepting the bracha. On the contrary, he's pretending to be one of the ones who are giving the bracha. So that's the say that he's over over there. So there is an assay that a Yisrael is being over when he's not makabal the birchos koinim. So what do we see? Here's an example. That when you're, the Russian of the Rabbi is that when you're the hefs of mitzvah, that you're part of the mitzvah itself, you're part of the actual item of the mitzvah, that the koinim are blessing you. Without you, there can't be a mitzvah. The purpose of the mitzvah itself is you. It's for you to mukhab the bracha. That makes you also mukhuy b'davar. You're automatically part of the chiv. As the Allah says, the Torah is including you in that mitzvah itself. So you are as if the Torah is giving you that command because it means you too. So whenever you're part of the chafsa of the mitzvah, that means you are commanded to do that particular mitzvah. And, and, and as we said, you're being over not saved by birchus kainen. If you don't do, if, if, if you're giving the bracha instead of being makab of the bracha, if you're Yisrael, uh, as, as, and that, you know, as, we, as what you're supposed to do. So going back to us, so going back to Hakel, so we said the mitzvah of Hakel is on the king. But in order, what's the chaps what's of the So the chaps of is that the Yidin are coming to Yishalayim to listen to the Torah being read. So who's the chaps of Shalmitzvah? The chaps of Shalmitzvah are the people coming. If they don't come, how is he able to do the mitzvah? If they don't listen how, uh, to him reading the Torah, how is he able to fulfill the mitzvah? They, they are the chetz of mitzvah. In order for the mitzvah to be done, they need to be part of that mitzvah. So even though the Torah is giving the command on the, on, on the, um, on the melach, it automatically would include also all the people inside of that command. So the yidin are also included. In the mitzvah, and that's what the Rulavus of Ben is trying to tell you that in Boim Anashim Lishmaya, if they're coming to learn and they're coming to listen, meaning is that they're coming also for they also have an obligation to come. Why are they coming? They're coming because the king's forcing them to come, or they have to come because of the king. No, they also have their own union. They're also supposed to come. I, what? Why are they coming for? So they have different reasons why they have this mitzvah, but it's a mitzvah also on them, and that takes us to the second chiddush of Rulavus of Ben that the idea of Laman Yishmu, Laman Yomadu, is not just a matara. That hopefully this will, you know, this, this is the purpose of the mitzvah. Hopefully this will happen. But rather, that's part of the toichin of the mitzvah itself. It's part of the substance of the mitzvah. That part of the mitzvah is that the noshim, they have to, the reason why they're coming is Laman Yishmu, Laman Yomadu. So the king's obligation is to bring everybody there and to read the Torah. But the people, as we said, they're automatically also included in that mitzvah because they're the chetzah mitzvah. They're the ones that need to come in order for the mitzvah to be fulfilled. So it's as if the Torah is also commanding them to come. And why is the Torah commanding them to come? Well, the Pasuk tells us why. Because they need to listen. Laman Yishmu Laman Yubadu. So the Nashim, Nashim, they're coming, Laman Yishmu, they're coming in order to hear, in order to listen. They also have the obligation to do that. So therefore, we can, Rabbi Yosef, as Arya says, if, if, if this is correct, if what I'm saying is correct, that the men, are coming to Lumoid and the women are coming to Shmaya. So it's an if. If this is my logic is correct, then why are the children coming? The children are also part of the Chatzah Shomitzvah. 
that the children also have to count. But the children can't have a fee of gavra. There's no, no such thing as a fee of gavra on the child. It's one-year-old child doesn't have a fee of gavra to come. That's impossible. So what's the point of bringing them? What's their personal obligation? They're part of the mitzvah. They're part of the chesed mitzvah. But what's their thing? What's the what's the for them? So he says the teichin for them is to say schar The purpose for them is to give schar to those who are bringing them. So this fits, just to jump back a little bit to what we were talking about originally about the mitzvah chinuch tuf. Because remember, we said according to Teisvis, uh, the Rebbe actually even learns this according to the Rambam, but the Rambam itself in the Achrenim, it's not so clear if he holds like the Ramban uh, or if he holds like Teisvis. The Achrenim show proofs either ways, but the Rebbe from different places in Kutzisich, it seems like he likes the way that the Rambam holds like Teisvis. But either way, the Chiv of Chinuch, we said, is that the child himself has a chiv. So that makes sense, according to what we're saying at this point in time. Now we can understand Taisus in a much better way. But what does it mean that there's a chiv on the child? Is that since the Torah is obligated, let's say the mitzvah of Torah of teaching your child Torah, or the mitzvah of the of being mechanic, to be margil, to, to accustom the child to do the mitzvah, since in order for father to do that, it's dependent on the child, and it's not just a dependent. The child is, it's, He's part of the chesed. It's the child who has to become accustomed to doing the mitzvah. It's the child becoming used to doing this mitzvah. So the child is the chesed of the mitzvah. So we said the rule is that whenever there's a mitzvah that you need, uh, the other individual is the chesed, is the one that has to be done upon that individual. That means they're part of the mitzvah itself. So that means the child would be chayev mitzvah the inyan of chinuch, either midraisa or midrabanan to do those mitzvahs. So according to Taisus, this is beautiful. Why are they chayv? Because whenever the Torah gives the obligation, regarding a chafsa, that chafsa, if it's a human being, if it's a yid, also becomes part of that mitzvah itself. There's an automatic mitzvah, as we see from Yavam and Yavama, there's a mitzvah also on, uh, on the, uh, that individual. So therefore the child would, would be, ob- therefore the child would be obligated to do the mitzvah, and therefore he could be mitzvah, gadol, yidei chavas, in certain scenarios. According to the Ramban, he doesn't hold that regarding Chinuch and other things. But as we said earlier, regarding the Mitzvah Hakel, even the Ramban might agree that the Mitzvah Hakel, the Hakel is even including the child in that Mitzvah, as we said earlier, that Hakel could be an exception. So this, now we can now go back to the Stira in the Gemara and Chagiga in Kedushan, that the Gemara in Chagiga is talking about, is, is, talk, uh, is talking about, the, is talking about the purpose of of the mitzvah, the teichin of the mitzvah. So the teichin for the adults and there's a teichin for the child, while the Gemara in Kedushin is talking about the actual chiv itself. There's a chiv on, the, there's, there's a chiv also on the children that they have to be brought. There is a mitzvah on the children to be brought. But now, so now we can be machalik. That if it's a child that reaches the age of chinuch, then this child would have to come even mitzvah himself just like any type of chinuch, as the Rambam says, that when the child becomes old enough that he can recognize that he has to do the mitzvahs, there will actually be an obligation on him to do those mitzvah. How, what if, what's the obligation? Because since he's part of the mitzvah, uh, he's obligated to do it. So true, there won't be any of because he's just a child, but since the mitzvah is there, he would be fulfilling a mitzvah when he actually learns Torah, when he practices for the mitzvahs, he's doing a mitzvah. So there might not be the union of punishment, but there's definitely, he's, fulfilling the mitzvah, which is there, because there is a mitzvah which is upon him. 
So when he does it, he's doing an actual mitzvah. He could be moitzeh gadol. So when the child is benching, even if he benches on his own, no one's forcing him to bench. He's benching, he's on his own, and, and he has a mind to be moitzeh gadol. That would be moitzeh gadol. Why? Because since the Torah gives the obligation also upon him to practice, that means his actual practice of doing the birch samazan has a chalais, has a meaning to it, and it could be moitzeh gadol. So same thing also over the union of Ahakim. There would be a echir. So that's really by any age of a child, as we're saying by Hakel. It doesn't make a difference. He's one or if he's ten. The only difference is if the child would do it on his own once he becomes old enough and he doesn't have parents to bring him. But either way, the chiv is on the chapsa. The chapsa is the child itself. So now it becomes the sign of the chavachim. Since there's a chiv on the children to be brought, since there's an obligation on the children themselves to be brought, even though they're not chayv and matzah, but still there's an obligation for them, for the union of hakel. So also women who are chayv and matzah, for sure they'd also be chayv in the Indian of, uh, of Hakel. And the only difference would be is, as, which is a general difference, that children, they can't have a Chiyav Gavra, but that's more of a tactical issue, because since you're a child, they don't have Das, so you can't give them a Chiyav Gavra. But once they reach the age of 13, they will have that Chiyav Gavra. But Chiyav Chetza was always there. They were always the Chetza. They always had the obligation. It's just that you can't obligate them because they're under the age of 13. So by uh, women, who are also part of the Chetza Ashal Mitzvah, they automatically would be part of the, uh, also have a chiyav gavar, just like Yavam, Yavama, Birchaskein, like all the other examples that we gave earlier. And as the Rebbe points out in Ha'ar 47, that Yesh Leimer Shechenu Gamlu Dasaram, that the Rambam also agrees with this, that it's not just a mitzvah on the king, but it's even a chiyav gavar on the, uh, on the people. Allah, so why doesn't he say that? Allah, he doesn't need to say it clearly. Because he writes what's clear in the Pasuk, that he has to gather all the Yidin. So it's automatically understood that, of course, they need to come. So he doesn't say that they're obligated to come because he mentions the Pasuk. The Pasuk is bringing all the people, so it's understood that they have an obligation to come in order for that to be able to fill the Echiyah. So he says it's memela understood. Or a second answer, Yesh Leimar, that if you look at the Halacha Beis of the Rambam, you could understand that there's a chiv on the Anashimata, but it's not a chiv Why? He says, He says, Whoever's potter from the mitzvah of Ria is potter from Hakil. That women are actually chayavis. So it says this lashon of women being chayav. That they're chayav to prepare their hearts, the chayav to listen to the Torah being read. So all of this is showing the two points that we brought up earlier, that there's a chiv on the men and the women, and there's a chiv for them to fulfill their part, which is a shmoya, and to be lilmoid. The lesson in Avodah Hashem, the Rebbe tells us, is that the purpose of hakil is to uncover the amuna, the innate amuna that every single yid has. As we said in the Pasuk, it's in order to shmoya, um, or as it says in the next Pasuk, and who's the one that fulfills this purpose? This is the king, because the king is the heart of the nation. So by the king gathering the people, he's able to awaken this innate love which is inside every single individual. And why Dapke the king? Because the type of love that we're talking about is a love which is the essence of who you are. It's a love which is higher than Tamadas. That's why you have everybody coming. Because the Ava, the, the Amuna that's being revealed 
is something which is equal to, is equal for everybody. All the Yidin are being revealed. So it's talking about the essence of the who you are. So it's not something which is based on Tam Vadastik Avaida. Therefore, it's Dafka the Mela, who's the heart of the people, who's able to, with his Kayak, to be able to reveal that power within, uh, that, 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 the, the, the Amuna within every single Yid. But nonetheless, as Abulaz ben Azariah says, there's an obligation to each individual. And each individual has their own specific avaida, men, lulma, and anashim nishmaya, because once this innate amunah is revealed, you can't just leave it as an innate amunah, that's powerful trust in Hashem. It needs to actually affect your day-to-day life. That once you have this faith in Hashem, you need to be able to internalize, how can I change my life based on it? Each, each individual according to his capability. And even children who are not yet of that age that can, can internalize it themselves, they're still being brought. And the reasoning is because it helps the parents. By bringing the children, that helps the parents to internalize it more. And it also helps, for the, it gives a certain uh, ability for the children themselves to have a Ruach Ta'ar, which is put upon them, which will help with their Chinuch. Everyone have a Freilich and Sukkis.